I think it's a fact that whenever we put new creative ideas into the world, it's likely that you're going to be met with resistance. And what I want to be clear about is that is okay. Not only is it okay, it's actually part of the process. You should get used to it and you should build that muscle. You may have heard the phrase, show, don't tell. That is the core principle of today's show, speaking of show, here on the Chase Travis Live Show. And uh, I think it's a fact that whenever we put new creative ideas into the world, it is a likely, it is, it is a reality that there are going to be people who don't get it for any number of reasons that we don't have to go into. People might not get your idea. They might not appreciate it, value it, think it's interesting. They might not even understand what you're trying to do. That has to be okay. It may be outright rejected, even by most of your audience, whether that's a million or whether that's 10 people, it doesn't matter. It's likely that you're going to be met with resistance. And what I want to be clear about is that is okay. Not only is it okay, it's actually part of the process. You should get used to it and you should build that muscle. And today's show is really about not just the muscle and getting used to that, getting building up as a sort of tolerance, a, a thick skin, uh, understanding that that's part of the process, but specifically how to deal with people in our lives, sometimes even people very close to us who might fall into that camp because you know, the people closest to us often have the, you know, the largest impact. And when we're getting negative messages or when these are the people that don't get it, it can often be confusing. So, you know, just again, to reorient, you know, as well as I do that some people in our lives, these people close to us may be people who discourage us or weigh us down with doubt, with cynicism. Let's even take, take it apart from specific projects or ideas. They may doubt us or be cynical toward us. Now, I have something to confess here. The show is, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's cynicism, right? That is absolute poison. And I have done a very good job, uh, especially over the last decade, of ridding my life from it as much as possible. I do not participate in cynicism, or if I'm aware that I am cynical, I'm like, wait a minute, I got to reevaluate. And I have edited out people that are in my life that have either been or become cynical. There's no room for it. I don't have a room for it in my companies and teams and people that I've managed or, or communities that I lead. It's poison. One of the reasons that it's poison is because these cynics, they expect the worst of everyone and they are so, you know, predictive of failure around every corner that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And if we're looking to have rocket fuel for our ideas or for our dreams to achieve this, this escape velocity that we need in order to make the best work of our lives, having cynics hanging around, it like kicks on the fire suppression systems and keeps us trapped in, in orbit, right? We haven't, we haven't gone beyond uh, the, the, the gravitational pull of the thing that we're trying to, to be better than, or to become, or to escape. It's outrageous that so many of us tolerate this. And I want to ask the question here in this episode today of you, 
are you tolerating hostility and negativity in your personal lives? And, uh, and also something you should be aware of. Some people, uh, they name this. I just want to be honest with you. Um, are you tolerating it? And are you letting these labels that are masquerading as honest, but are really just bringing you down? If these people are in your life, it's your job to, uh, to, to, to regulate, to audit this. And if, if this is happening to you, I cannot recommend specifically auditing enough. Auditing your circle. Auditing your circle. Now, I shared recently in a previous episode of the micro show uh, here on this show called How I Changed My Life. Uh, if you're a newsletter subscriber at chasejarvis.com slash email, I went into detail specifically with some points of how to audit people in your life because you it sounds scary, right? I gave you a step-by-step in that email and some, I think it's available maybe even now as a blog post. If you search that and look back to that episode of the show, you'll get more there. Um, because this was a huge win for me as I learned through some trial and error, to be fair, to audit the people in my life. Um, I decided to invest time into people and things that lifted me up. And not only was that effective it at um, you know getting the cynicism out of my life, but it actually um, it lifted me up, right? It deepened my relationships with the people who did give me inspiration and creative energy. And it reduced the time drastically that I spent with people who were zapping my energy and tamping down my passion. And there was, that was like a force multiplier, right? Because here's the thing, the people that try and pull you down, these people, it's directly proportional to the amount that they have stamped out their own creative sparks, right? The more you try to change these people, sorry, the more that you try and change yourself, these people rather are, it's, it's almost like they try and elevate their negative energy to be equal and, and opposite of yours, right? They, the more you try and change, the harder they push back. Now, here's the punchline is that you don't have time for this, right? You're off to change the world, to change yourself. And if you're spending so much time trying to awaken other people's creative energy, the people who have given up on their dreams, who are trying to stamp out yours, that is going to negatively impact you. I want you to remember that you are on your own path. So yeah, let's tackle the elephant in the room, right? It might be true also that someone, you know, I mentioned this person may be close to you and, and it's, it's one thing to talk about editing your friend circle or your work circle, your peer circle, but what's, let's talk about maybe this is a family member. Maybe if it's, it's just, it's even a spouse, right? It's difficult for me to say to audit everyone, right? Because maybe this is your partner and they have legitimate fears about the finances around your family or, you know, your ability to make a living and a life doing this new thing that they perceive as risky. Um, this is an important part of your journey and one we don't want to leave our spouse or partner behind. So what can you do in this case? This is, you know, file under this, this is auditing your circle. There are people that you can remove from your life. Uh, there are people that you don't want to leave behind. So how do you bring them along? Very, the best medicine 
I have the best recommendation prescription for this is instead of telling them all the things that you're going to do and how great it's going to be and, and wouldn't they see it the same way you see it instead of trying to talk them into it? This is why I opened the show out or open the show with the phrase show don't tell because instead of them telling them start focus on showing them start doing the work you don't have to say look i'm going to leave my job in six months and i'm going to go become a fill in the blank instead of talking about it just start living the life as much as you can while keeping your other thing going of living the life that you are aiming toward moving, right? Where you want to go do the work. And what you'll start to see when you actually do the work is they will notice and they will say, wow, I see you're doing a lot of fill in the blank. Like, yeah, I just, I'm getting so much energy from this thing. You do that often. You do it, you know, when they wake up in the morning, they'll see you there working at the kitchen counter before your, your day job, or when they're off to bed at night and they see you working in front of, you know, your tools, whether that's your computer or your, your anything, fill in the blank, whatever it is you're doing, you're out in the garage tinkering with this thing that you are very excited about or playing the guitar, whatever your passion is, right? When you start to demonstrate your own passion and commitment alongside of introducing what you have in mind, or maybe long in advance of it, when you start making progress and showing without telling, showing your commitment, demonstrating it, the people who love you, they become a part of your journey. They actually become inspired. They're more likely to be on board with your new behaviors. And ultimately, when you introduce this concept at some point in the future or in parallel with these activities, they will be able to see that you have new behaviors and they will be able to feel the declarations of your intent. And this, my friend, is, I don't know why this is a secret, but so few people understand this process. Um, once your family, these loved ones, these people who are very close to you, who have maybe have, you know, poo-pooed on your dreams in the past, or you know that if you introduce it, they're likely to, to resist. Once your family sees the positive effects of your creativity in action, I... I find it hard to express the value that that will bring to not only your relationship with them around this particular thing, but how it will impact positively your mental, your emotional, and even your physical well-being, right? When they see you in turn getting all of that benefit without talking about everything that's going on, you're just doing the work and getting the benefits, demonstrating how it makes you feel and what kind of person you are when you're in that mode. Once they can start to feel that, this in turn then helps them come on board. Now, I want to explore for just a millisecond if it does not have that effect. And if it doesn't have that effect, it is time to have a difficult conversation. And I've been coaching this for, gosh, I'd say more than a decade. And there are times you have to have these tough conversations. And in these tough conversations, when after you've been demonstrating, showing, not telling for some extended period of time, and there's still a fear or cynicism or resistance around what it is that you're doing or in these new ideas that you want to introduce it, of a new, you know, way you want to be in the world or a new uh, hobby, maybe even new life. If you enter these conversations with love and humility and above all, 
honesty around the idea like, you know, this is something that I need to do to be happy. I am pursuing this calling that is inside of me and I would love your support. If you can approach it like that, these tough conversations, I believe you will have success or at least a path to success. Um, you know, maybe co-therapy, there's all sorts of other ways this can go over time. But I believe, again, part A, demonstrating that you love your thing. Show, don't tell. If after a long period of time, they're not on board, you can have a tough conversation. That may lead to other tough conversations over time. Um, but at the end of the day, you also, you have to be who you are at your core. Because if we're stamping this out, tamping this down, you've got a real problem. Now, getting everyone on board in your life is not required. Talked about how to edit out, you know, people in your peers and friends circle. And then when you have done that, the peers and friends that you are spending time with, the work colleagues and collaborators, when they have the energy that you want, that is, you know, juice on family. Not having them on board is not required. If you can get them on board, this can be a miraculous source of strength and support. And I will sort of maybe wrap up by acknowledging that accepting the support, the energy from peers and from friends, accepting support is not a sign of weakness. It is actually a profound human strength that demonstrates your vulnerability, the relationships and connections that you have and can make, and that can provide, you know, a, a wellspring of, of benefit, of joy. And once you've established these healthy relationships in both areas of your life, within your family and external, and audited them in a, a healthy and productive way, you will be surrounded by people who are supportive of your journey. Once you do that, or as you're doing this, it's time to remember the work. Don't give up on the work in order to do this. Remember, doing the work is a part of the process. Go through hard times with family and friends, build those relationships, and above all, just remember to get back to work. Nothing beats negativity, nothing beats procrastination like creative doing.